You found it. Your number one place for free English lessons on the internet. Learn American English with this guy. Don't forget to leave a five-star review if this podcast improves your English. And now, here's your host, this guy. kind of a surprise Q&A, stop by, ask a question. I will do my best to answer it. Hopefully we have some people showing up, but those people right up there, Opus, um, they had asked me to try out their new streaming software. And I said, sure, I will do that. So they are just starting up. In fact, they're not even available to the public yet. So I'm trying their software out and I am struggling. So I don't even know if anyone is live here with us. It's a, it, no, I don't know. Maybe Alpha Gaming is here maybe. Uh, and I can't click on any of the, um, just auto display. Maybe this will work. I'm trying to click on, yeah, Reddick is here. How are you? So it does look like we're live, but as you can see, I'm using some new software. Like I can kind of use the emojis, but doesn't look like it can bring up any con. Okay, Mega's here. How are you from India? Isaac, is that Isaac Schultz? What's going on, man? If it is, how are you? Yeah, so I'm trying out this new software. Hopefully you can hear me. Hopefully you can see me before I went live. I lost the microphone. I lost the camera. So I would really love to put on. Okay. Maybe that's how I do it. I think I can even make it bigger too. So Constantine is here. Bear with me. Maybe I can't make it bigger. No, but Constantine is here. How are you? Isaac is here. What's going on, Fabio? How are you? Welcome. So if you, it is Isaac, what's going on, man? He's a student of mine, so I will probably see him tomorrow. So what I'm going to do for the next 28 minutes is I would love to take your questions about learning English, American culture, and we'll see how this goes. Also, um, channel members, if you're in, I do need to pick uh, a winner on live. I, I don't want anyone to think it is rigged. So I am going to set something up on my phone and I will pick a number at random. And then I will let that person know, hey, I am going to send you a postcard. Yeah, I can do it right here. So I might do that really quickly before I forget. But Mexico. Hope you're doing well. Welcome. Yulia. I don't think Yulia ever misses a live stream. So welcome. Hope you're doing well. So what I need to do. I'm just going to set this up. Okay. We have, um, it's too bright. Just so I'm not picking favorites. Um, there was a post for channel members and I just said, leave a comment if you would like me to send you this postcard. So right now I'm just going to shake this. And wow, it got really bright. But I promise it's number 10. Can you see that? 
is number 10 and it looks like it's backwards. So I will get with that person who was number 10 and send them this postcard when I was in New York. I wish I could send everybody a postcard, but I can't. I wish I could though. Ukraine is in the house. Dima, how are you? I've seen a lot of your comments. Thank you. I think I've responded to every single one of them. Alpha Gaming says, I used I used to, I used to listen. You don't listen to them anymore? So I used to listen to your podcasts on Spotify. Maybe you want to see the videos instead. So there is a link in the description to the podcast. If last week I went live and there were a lot of problems, some problems with me because my microphone wasn't working so well. So I got a new cable. I think that will work. And then other times it just, I don't know, anytime you try something new, you know you have um, what, my, some growing pains. Let's talk about growing pains in English. So when, if you're a teenager, you may have experienced this. When your body is growing, sometimes it hurts because the bones are getting stretched out. We call those growing pains. But when you're trying out something new, like learning English, there might be some growing pains. And when I say growing pains, it means some problems that happen as you're trying to learn something. Or maybe you are trying to grow a business. Some of the mistakes you might make, those are growing pains. So yesterday or last week, I'm sorry, last Sunday, we had some growing pains here trying to live stream. All right. Leo says, I can understand. Let's see if I can make this bigger. I can understand daily English, like speak with each other with my friend, teacher, foreign language. Okay, that's good. But there's a however. So is there another part to the comment coming? So those sound like good things. But the however makes me think something is wrong. So I can understand daily English, like speaking with each other, with your friend and your teacher. Okay, that's good. What more? Maybe movies, TV shows, because people will often speak more quickly. But Oscar, Mexico is here. Angola, how are you? So I teach English in a public school in the United States, but guess what? Some of my students were born in Angola and their first language is, drum roll, Portuguese. So the native language for most people in Angola is Portuguese. So some of my students are Portuguese speakers. All right, question from Vikram. Have you ever eaten Indian food? If yes, then watch which dish? I love Indian food. Mega, I think, is in the chat. She is a channel member. And sometimes in our private Discord, I will post food that I eat. We all do. We sometimes will share. I'm not sure if Amina is in the chat, but she often shares the giant cups of coffee she gets from Tim Hortons. And I do love Indian food. 
I'm editing a video right now that I filmed in New York City in a place called Little Bangladesh. Now I know Bangladesh is not India, but in Little Bangladesh, I ate at an Indian restaurant and I had vegetable samosas. So I love samosas and I also love chicken curry, chicken tikka masala. So I love Indian food. I love the spices that are in Indian food. And I like the care, like the time it takes to prepare a lot of Indian foods because they are slow cooked, a lot of them slow cooked all day. And it's just so good. Yeah. If I could go up into my refrigerator right now, I do have quite a few frozen Indian meals. Love it. And I love chai. I love Indian tea, milky with the spices, cardamom. Oh, yes. I just had lunch. It's a little past noon here in the United States, but thinking about all of that delicious Indian food is making me hungry all over again. Okay, here's the rest of Lilo's problem here. I can understand daily informal English, okay? like speaking with my friends. However, I can't understand anything in English Academy. So you mean like uh, formal college English? Okay. What I want to tell you is don't feel bad. Be happy. Celebrate your success. You are now able to understand English speakers. That is tough. And I bet a year or two ago, you could not do that. Now you can. So celebrate that. You worked hard to do that. Nice job. I wish I had some, some applause. Maybe I can, what is, how, what's this woman doing? Is that nice? She's saying nice. So I agree. That is great. But it's going to happen. Just keep working hard. It's very advanced English you will get there. I promise. Just keeping, just keep working hard like you have been doing. So celebrate. Nice job. All right. Constantine is wondering, how often do you use have had or had had and the difference between them? Sorry for the grammar. No, it's okay. Um, I, because I am an English teacher, um, I do use that tense. Now, I don't know what that tense is called, but I can use it. Here's the other question. Do other native English speakers use it? Probably not. Is it rare? Yes. Should you spend a lot of time learning it? Probably not. Now, I know Constantine, he has been with the channel for probably three years, almost as long as the channel has been around. And he was once a channel member. And so I know he's, he's very good at English. So I think Constantine is probably at the level to learn those tenses. And I will use a couple examples, but do you have to spend a lot of time learning them? I would say no, just because they're rare. 
uh, it's some kind of conditional tense, right? So like maybe future conditional or something. Here's the thing. Native English speakers don't even know what those are called. And I would say a lot of native English speakers can't use that tense. But what Constantine is talking about is, let's see. Let's, let's say this. Um, let's use English lessons. So for this one, actually, we're talking about the past. So for the past month, I have had English lessons on Wednesdays, but now my English lessons are changing to Thursdays. How about that? So it's, it's some condition in the past, but for some reason it's changing. Um, I'd had, yeah, I, how, how about this? I'd had a cold for the last three days, but now I'm starting to feel better. So Constantine, I hope that helps. Uh, it's not a future conditional. Um, I will try to use that right now too, because that is super difficult, super rare. But when you're talking about something in the future and it has to happen, see, um, let's talk about next week. Let's talk about those English lessons. All right. So maybe you are taking a course and it's an eight week course, but you're in the middle of that course. I mean, it's, it's so, it's so complicated, right? By next week, I will have had seven classes. So you're talking about like in the future or by next week, I will have taken all of my classes. I need to, to get a degree in English. It's like, there's just so many things that have to happen to use those type of tenses. Yes, they exist in English, but yeah, Daniel's here. Hopefully that helps Constantine. Uh, Jonathan, this is a good question right here. What's the difference between toss and throw? So I have a coffee cup in my hand. I am going to throw it across the room. No, I'm not. That would be coffee cup would shatter. Do you know that English verb? So toss and throw, they can be the same, but when you throw something, you are usually wanting it to go in a certain direction. You are guiding it. Tossing, it's a little more lazy. Just like, oh, hey, maybe you are sitting and tossing is usually more gentle. Let's say you are sitting on the couch with your husband, your wife, your friends, your kids, and you have the remote control in your hand. You would probably say, hey, or maybe you don't have it in your hand. Hey, can you toss me the remote? So like, don't throw it at me. That might hurt. Toss it. It's gentle. Put a little arc in it. Like, I don't want the remote control to shatter if you throw it at me. So just toss it. You might toss some paper into the wastebasket. Just, yeah, it's just gentle. Um, baseball, if you've ever heard of that sport, at the beginning of the game to warm up, the players will play toss. 
So they're not throwing the ball hard. They're just tossing it back and forth to get their arm warmed up, to use an English phrasal verb. Yeah, Megas here. Brazil is in the house. Emmanuel. Emmanuel, 90% of what I say. And probably that 10% is when I use a word that's more advanced just because I can't think of another word. So, uh, Dima, is it polite to say these words? No biggie. I think it can be. I don't think it's rude. Uh, of course, with the tone, you know, how you say it, it can be impolite, but no. Um, I don't know. Let's say uh, if someone forgets to do something, what could they forget? But that's not a big thing. Let's, I'll, I'll just, my wife, how about this? Maybe, no, it's usually me forgetting things. How about this? I forgot something. Maybe she asks me on the way home, hey, can you stop at the store and pick up some milk? I want to make a recipe tomorrow. Maybe I forget, right? But she doesn't need the milk tonight. When I get home, she might ask, hey, did you grab that milk? Oh, sorry. I forgot. I was thinking of making an English lesson. I forgot. She might, oh, no biggie. I will just pick it up tomorrow. Yeah, so it's not, it just means like no harm. It's not a big deal. I think that's where it comes from. No biggie. That's no biggie. No, it's not impolite. No, for sure. Not impolite. Williams, thank you so much. Yeah, 15K. What is this? Thank. Uh, I said thank you. So... I can put that up there. Thank you very much. Can you see these? I think I can make it even bigger. Thank you. Maybe if I say it again. No. Yeah. 15K. It's close. Last night, I hit 90K on Facebook. And I think I just hit 91. Um, I should hit 400K on Instagram. The other platforms are really blowing up. YouTube, for some reason, isn't. I don't know. But... Thank you, though. Okay. Hansa is wondering, have I heard about the new book by Bernie Sanders? It's okay to be angry about capitalism. No, I haven't. I didn't even know Bernie Sanders was still alive. I'm just kidding. Bernie Sanders is a, a very old man. He's Isn't he 80? Probably 80. Uh, still seems to be in great shape. He is the senator... That's a uh, political official. He is in government here in the United States. And he is the senator from the state I was born in. He is the senator from Vermont. No, but I have not heard that. Oh, geez. Okay, M7MD. This is a tough one. What's the difference between affirmation and confirmation? It's a good question. I'm not sure there is a huge difference. Um, confirm is more common, but if you affirm something, okay, let's let's talk about what they mean. 
Okay. Both mean you had a thought, you didn't know it was correct, but then you find out it is correct. So both of those mean the same thing. Uh, so let's say you are waiting for the bus. You are not sure when the bus is going to arrive, but you think it's at two o'clock. You think. So you ask somebody standing next to you, hey, is the bus coming at two o'clock? They say yes. You have confirmation. You are right. Confirmation is the noun. The verb is confirm. So that person confirmed what you thought. Affirmation is the same thing, but I think there's more feeling involved. There's more emotion. So let's say you really like somebody, like you want them to like you back. You want them to date you. You're hoping you like them. So you might reach out to them, English phrasal verb. You might reach out, say, hey, I kind of like you. Do you like me? That would be weird, but hopefully you will say it better than I did. And if they say yes, then that has affirmed your emotions. Like you thought they might like you. You thought you could probably go out on a date with them. So you've gotten affirmation. It's pretty advanced. I hope that helps. Basically the same thing, just affirmations, more feeling involved. Like that bus, I wouldn't say you had received affirmation because that person told you the bus is coming. They confirmed it. Less emotion with confirm. Hopefully that helps. M7, MD. All right. We are. Mode eggs is here. Um, when do, hey, everybody. Hey, Brent. Uh, when do, um, okay, mode, very good English speaker. So I'm just going to correct something really quickly here, okay? So I would say, when do you get out for spring break? Or when does school let out for spring break? Hopefully that helps. It's minor. I normally wouldn't correct that, but since mode is such an advanced speaker, like really advanced, I just wanted to let him know about that. So when do I get out for spring break? Last week. Yeah. Actually, the week before last week two weeks ago. That's kind of advanced, right? So not last week, but the week before, two weeks ago, my school had February vacation. That's what we call it. So the next vacation I get for spring break will be the third week of April. Not that I'm counting. Yeah. We sometimes say that in English when you're really hoping for something, but like my job, like I do like my job. So I shouldn't be counting the number of days until my next vacation. I should really like my job, but I also really like vacation. So the third week in April is when my school gets out. Not that I'm, not that I'm counting. I am counting. 
I love my job, but I love vacation. Yeah, uh, toss around. So that is when um, probably two people are playing with a ball and they're just tossing it around. They're not competing. People aren't trying to win anything. The thing that makes toss around hard is sometimes you could sit with a group of people and toss around ideas. So it doesn't have to be anything physical like a ball. You could be just thinking about something. So sometimes before an English lesson with my wife, Jamie, I'll toss around some ideas. So, and she will give some ideas back. So we'll be tossing around some ideas. Hopefully that helps. Constantine. Yeah, they're very tough. Those are very difficult tenses. Sure, you could, Mega. You could toss a coin. And a lot of times that happens before a football game. American football. But you might, I don't, I don't have a coin right now. But you might do that kind of thing. Coin is here. Toss it. Flip it. Both of those verbs are used. Flip a coin. Heads or tails, we say, to see who goes first. Flip a coin. Maybe you want to go to a party Friday night, but maybe there is a reason you shouldn't go to a party on Friday night. Look at that. The AI is listening to me because I just said party. You could flip a coin. Mm. Should I go to the party? Should I not? Heads, I go to the party. Tails, I don't go to the party. Maybe you have to study your English, but you really want to go to that party. Cecilia's here. I recognize Cecilia. She's from Argentina. How are you? Chris, 25 years old, and that man can speak four languages. Chris, would you mind letting us know in the chat which four? I'm assuming English because you wrote your statement in English, but I'm wondering what the other three languages are. Yeah, Modags, take it from someone who studied grammar for a long time. You're better, you're better off putting that time and effort into something else. Yeah, listen to Mode. The man knows his stuff. He's a mystery. I don't know exactly where he lives, what country. I have a good idea. I won't say. Um, but he does know the English language inside and out. I've seen a lot of his comments in my chat, but also in Bob the Canadian's chat. Shout out, Bob the Canadian. If you don't know Bob the Canadian, get to know Bob the Canadian. He's a good teacher. Okay, Mode also wants to know, what are they? Amina, are you just joining us? Because I did mention you earlier. You like coffee. Do you like me? I think Mode is talking about the, the awkward exchange I had with those people. Do you like me? Yeah, they probably will say no. That that would be just so awkward, right? Awkward. 
All right, going through pluck up. How do you use pluck up? Um, to pluck something, I have eyebrows. So some people, these are my eyebrows. That, we might use that verb for when people try to get rid of their eyebrows, make them smaller, pluck. They pluck their eyebrows. So pluck is to pull quickly. Um, what could you pluck up? Careful how you say that, by the way. Pluck up. Pluck up. Um, maybe you could pluck up a piece of paper, I guess. A lot of P's in that sentence. Pluck up. It's when you pull something really quickly you, and, and you do this. Pluck up. Hope that, hope that helps. Oh, yeah. Phrasal verbs. Gotta love it mode. Wait a second. Is Madi here? I did not see Madi, but sounds like he might be in the chat. He is from Saudi Arabia. He has been with the channel a long time. Pietro is here. Benvenuto. Benvenuto. He is up. Well, you can see. He teaches Italian. Learn Italian with song with with songs. Hey there, Brent. Long time no see. I've been a bit busy with, I, I am a bit busy with chores now, but listening to you in the background makes everything more fun. Thank you, sir. Hope you're doing well. Looking through the, okay. Here's a question. Yuri, hope I'm saying your name correctly. Brazil's in the house too. Brazil. Hello. Right. What's the difference between there are some people in the room and there are people in the room? In which cases do you need to use some? Hmm. Um, when you say those two sentences, it makes me think that when you say there are some people in the room, there are fewer people in the room than if you say there are people in the room. So when you say there are people in the room, it makes me think probably it's full, almost full, half full. But when you say there are some people in the room, it makes me think you were expecting more people. Hope that helps. It's not a huge deal. Sometimes we might say that interchangeably, but the sum makes me think you expected more people in the room. Hopefully that helps. Emmanuel from Brazil. Um, have you ever used offbeat or heard it? Yeah. I think it comes from off the beaten path. So if you ever hear off the beaten path or a little offbeat, it means it's not quite normal. It's not exactly like everybody does. So I don't know. Maybe my English teaching is a little offbeat. Maybe I do it a little differently than everybody else. Um, what else could be offbeat? So yeah, it comes from off the beaten path. Maybe some music. 
if everybody is doing the same thing, pop music, and then somebody does something a little different or a little differently, then we might say, oh, it's a little offbeat. Offbeat isn't always bad. It could be bad. That's a little offbeat, but not always. Sometimes people try to be offbeat to be different. Mega, thank you. Yeah, you could pluck up some flowers. Great example. Nice job, Mega. What's the pronunciation of X? That's how I say it, right? How do you, I, I pronounce X as X. I don't know. That's the only way I know how to pronounce X. I think Z is different, right? In the United States, we are a little offbeat. We like to do things a little differently. We say Z. Other parts of the world say Z, I think, right? In English? Um, can you use worth and worthy interchangeably in this context? Oh, I'm glad you gave me some context because as I was reading that, I was thinking of... Let's just go with what Mode says. A girl advising her best friend, girl, he's not worth your time and attention. Um, let's see, where's he? Oh, girl, he's not worth your time and attention. Girl, he's not worthy of your time and attention. You could use those both interchangeably, but the first way you said it, if two friends are talking, I think you would be more likely to hear, girl, he's not worth your time and attention. That's right. Kick him to the curb. Get rid of him. You're too good for him. Don't waste your time. All right. Um, let's see. Rafa, what are your thoughts? Have you ever met any Venezuelans? Do you have any Venezuelan friends? No. I do not have any Venezuelan friends. I do know a little bit about Venezuela. Caracas, is that the capital? I know that um, inflation has been a problem uh, in Venezuela. It borders Colombia. Um, two of my favorite YouTubers are in Colombia right now, bald and bankrupt, Backpacker Ben, and they are going to Venezuela. So they were just in Colombia, and I believe they might be there already. You know how some YouTubers will release videos after they have left the country. But so I'm looking forward to watching his videos or both of their videos on Venezuela. Now, when they were in Colombia, they were meeting a lot of Venezuelans who had left Venezuela because the conditions are better in Colombia. So hopefully that helps. All right, here we go. How can I improve my written skills? It is difficult for me to correct words sometimes. Well, I think depends on why you want to learn English, but probably reading, speaking is probably the most important. 
Speaking and listening are probably the most important. Reading would be the next important. And maybe the least important would be written. You know, of course, that depends on why you're learning English. But my only advice to you would be to write as often as you can. Read as often as you can. I teach English in a public school in the United States. And I think the best way to become a better writer is to read more. I think both of those skills are attached to each other. The, the reading comes first. So read more and then practice your writing. I think that will help. Hope that helps. All right. This is, are you talking to me? How many, how many words? Oh, how many words do native speakers know? And can I be like a native speaker? Yeah, Ami. I, I don't know how many um, native English speakers know. I read a lot. I think I know a lot of words, native English. Um, but you probably don't have to know all that many. I don't really want to put a number on it. Um, the more words you know, the better you can express yourself, but it's just up to you. Um, I mean, in English, you know, we, we have some dumb people. We have some smart people. The dumb people know fewer words. The smart people know more. So just like any language, um, but how can you be more like a native speaker? I don't know if that's your, if that should be your goal. Um, you know, you should be like you, you should be clear. Native speakers should be able to understand you, but don't lose that accent. Everybody has an accent, right? So, all right, I do need to wrap this up. Just checking through, making sure. Oh no, Anya's here. I missed Anya. Okay. How do you know she's, I didn't see that, uh, that she's sick, but it looks like Amina is telling Anya that she hopes she feels better soon. That means Anya is probably sick. That means I should probably say, I hope you feel better, Anya. Uh, Williams, do you, see, do you know the traveling YouTuber that has like 40 million? No, I don't. No, let's see, my favorite YouTubers who travel there's Kara Nate. I really like watching them. Bald and Bankrupt, Gabriel Traveler. I think they have less than maybe 5 million. So I'm going to have to watch that person. Although, do they communicate in Spanish? Are they a Spanish-speaking channel? All right, let's see. Um, Constantine, how about this is going to be the last question, okay? I need to get going. We are celebrating some birthdays this afternoon. Constantine, what's the difference between a few and a handful? For example, I have a few loyal friends. I have a handful of, okay, on that last sentence, I have a handful of best friends. So just add that little preposition there. Probably not a lot. When I think handful, I think about five. I'm not sure if that is accurate, but it's, it's less than 10, a handful, about five. Few, 
maybe three, four, five, six. So I think those two terms are pretty close to the same thing. Yeah. All right. You all are awesome. Thank you for watching. I got an emoji here. Thank you. Yeah, these little things pop up on my screen when I'm talking. So that is cool. And also they highlight questions. So if I didn't answer your question, I am sorry. I don't think there were too many. Oh, somebody mentioned Bob. Hang on. Bob. Bob the Canadian. Oh, does he he pronounces X's a little different? Yeah. And con he says conversation a little differently than I do. All right. I got to get out of here. Thank you so much. I hope you liked this surprise Sunday English question and answer session. I think I will do it again next Sunday. So we'll see. I'm trying out this streaming software for Opus. This was a lot of fun. I hope you had fun. And it will also be available on the podcast. And it probably will be available here. The last one I unlisted, it disappeared because there were so many problems. This one, I think went pretty well. So thank you all. I will see you soon.